Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Corinne Phillips, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. It's been a minute. It has been a minute, but you know, this is my favorite time of year. And so I am so happy that you have joined us again. Let's go back to the beginning, which of course is your AOPI story. Please tell us. Sure. I mean, I've been serving AOPI in, I guess, what you would describe as an official capacity since I was initiated in 2001. And I've always felt a calling to give back. And I really started reflecting on my pathway. And so in college, you know, I was initiated in December of 2001, and I took an officer position in January of 2002 and really have not had a break since then. So we're, <laughs> we're in, I guess, the, the shockingly the 20-year mark, right? So in college, I, I was reporting secretary, VPA, chapter president. And then right after college, you know, I lived in Chicago and the alumni women in the alumni community in Chicago was such a, a good model of continuing service in a non-pressure-laden way. And so I joined Chicago City and served in an officer role, moved to Boston, got sort of hoodwinked into becoming the contact person for the reestablished Boston alumni chapter and eventually the alumni chapter president there, was serving on the AAC for Delta chapter at Tufts University, um, transitioned into the the new network. You know, I know like new network means different things to different people at different times because of the way we restructured over the course of our existence. And so I was a very young network specialist of alumni, which was, I think, a really nice transition, but a brief, uh, brief experience for me because then I was elected to the foundation board, served three terms on the foundation board, and now I'm here on my third term on the executive board. So it's been a minute. It has been a minute. So I do want to back up, and this is off script completely, but one of my favorite things that you occasionally will post on social media and that we will talk about is that throughout your various experiences, much like many of us have, you have created sort of this network of sisters and you all still gather from various different places and get together a few times a year. Is that not correct? Yeah, that's true. So when I moved back to Boston in 2006, there was a cohort of uh, sisters who were sort of in the same phase of life from lots of different alum chapters who were all here uh, serving the AAC, trying to do alum chapter stuff. And we've sort of grown up in AOPI together uh, at that time. Um, Melissa Schoenfeld was the Delta chapter advisor and sort of brought us along and, you know, has served as a network director and circ chair and, and, and all other things. And then, you know, Lacey Bowman, who's our, our VP of finance, it was one of those cohort members. We were all together 
uh, kind of growing up together. She's the only one who doesn't live in Boston still, but will travel, you know, before the pandemic, almost quarterly and come and we'd get together for dinner and conversation and things. She was just here actually at the end of the summer. So we're very fortunate to have remained close and to um, have uh, various AOPI volunteer roles that we've grown up in together as well. Well, and I love that because one time I was speaking with Lacey and she was like, oh yes, I just flew in for our quarterly dinner. And I was like, oh, because that's also my life. I'll fly in for your quarterly dinner. Please invite me <laughs> you're, to this. You know, you're, there is always a seat at the table for you. You're always <laughs> more than welcome to join us. So Corin, as we know, you now sit as one of my executive board sisters in service Correct. to our fraternity. And we know the journey that brought you to this place of service. Tell me one of your favorite things about serving on the executive board. I just like the opportunity to think about the bigger picture and think about the impact that we can have on future generations of membership and sisters in our organization. I think that that's one of the biggest privileges we have as executive board members is not only caring and feeding and watering the today, we're really charged with that kind of forward thinking perspective about what is the future hold and what are the new destinations that we have. Okay. So now we'll get back to the script. Great. <laughs> let's talk convention. Yes. When let's. was your first AOPI convention? My first AOPI convention was actually when I was an alumna. It was 2007 in Tucson. I was the Boston alumni chapter president. But when I was in college, I did attend international events when I was sort of our, our young leader and when I was chapter president, but it was both, they were both in leadership institute years. So, you know, I love a little storytelling. Share with yes. us a memorable convention experience. Well, I think that my most memorable convention experience was when I was the foundation president and was presiding over the foundation meeting at convention in D.C. I think that you don't fully appreciate how kind of humbling and exciting it is to stand at that podium. I know you can relate to this uh, somewhat, you know, from your virtual experience, if you will. But you look out on those faces at council and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, uh, we're going to do this. You know, it, it's both, like I said, humbling, overwhelming, exciting, all of these things. But uh, there's nothing that I've done for the fraternity or the foundation that has really matched that. I couldn't agree more. It's really quite humbling and exciting. Yeah. What is your favorite tradition or just part of each convention? Yeah, I think candle lighting is such a unique convention tradition and We've had a couple opportunities to do that outside, like in situations where the hotel has a beautiful vista or has the facilities to allow that. I think that uh, convention, I, I think, it, I can't remember if it was Tucson or Phoenix, one of those Arizona conventions in the mid aughts that, um, that we were out in the desert had such a beautiful backdrop of the mountains and the sunset. And that was really beautiful and meaningful and is not something that you see in any other AOPI circumstances. So I think that that's really special. Absolutely. So what are you most looking forward to about this particular convention in 2023? Sure. I'm excited to be together again. I mean, it was absolutely the right decision to exercise an overabundance of caution to adapt to virtual convention in the pandemic. I work in healthcare, so I couldn't respect or appreciate that decision more, but nothing beats the opportunity to be together in real life. It's the same as um, 
you know, any other experience. We've, we've missed that sort of water cooler talk, right? Like the equivalent of that kind of informal networking. And that's true of convention too. There were no, uh, you know, conversations at the mailboxes or in line at Starbucks or waiting for the elevator in the queue. So I really miss that. And I think that it's those little side conversations that I'm excited to have again. Absolutely. So what is one pro tip that you can share with our sisters who may be attending convention for the first time this year? Yeah, I think this goes along with my previous comment. Just talk to as many people as you can. Uh, It might seem overwhelming, but everyone's your sister and they're excited to meet you and have conversation, learn a little bit more about you, share the experience. And um, I would also encourage you to come say hi to the executive board members. We don't bite. We want to meet you too. So please don't be shy. Um, You know, this is an exciting time for us to meet new people too. So please, please do come say hello to us. Yes to all the things. All right, Corin. Yes. My favorite part. 20 questions. Yes, you do. I'm ready. <laughs> How many conventions have you attended? I have attended eight. So Tucson up to the virtual convention. Do you prefer coffee or tea for breakfast before a business meeting? Many people know this about me. I, I take hardly any caffeine, so neither. I, I If I do have caffeine, it's very rarely first thing in the morning. <laughs> I do know this about you. Your favorite convention snack? Okay, I like string cheese, almonds, peanut M&Ms in the hotel room, and then also a, a nice supply of sparkling water. Do you prefer plane trips or road trips? Plane trips. Do you have a favorite book you would recommend to pass the travel time? I am a voracious reader, so I always have multiple books with me. I just read The Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel on my last trip, which was just this past weekend. Um, And it's about sort of time travel, a very interesting one. What is one thing you cannot travel without? My AirPods Pro. They are also noise canceling. (laughs) Do you use a spreadsheet to pack for convention? Absolutely. How many pieces of luggage do you plan to take with you? I will check one large bag, which is essentially the only time I check luggage, and one uh, carry-on. Would you rather make room for shoes or purses in your luggage? Well, for convention, it's shoes because we don't really go anywhere that requires a serious change in handbag. But yeah, shoes. Heels or flats? Well, this is a tough one because it's generally heels, but you know, during the pandemic, now that I'm a cave creature, I've made a shocking shift into flats and fashion sneakers. So like, I barely know myself, but uh, I will be bringing the heels back out for convention. (laughs) Your favorite of our brand colors. Um, My favorite color is purple, but for our brand colors, I like ambition pink the best. Convention is a time when we meet sisters from all over North America. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Their smile. Your favorite flavor of ice cream to share with sisters? Um, Chocolate chip, but then if anyone has ever served on a board with me, I also very much enjoy the latest seasonal flavor from Jenny's. (laughs) I feel like that's a trend (laughs) among us. Yes, it is. This weekend, although I wasn't traveling with our board sisters, I had pumpkin roll and cookies and cream. Nice. Only a little bit jealous. Yes. Do you remember to pack your life loyal lanyard or do you have to borrow from a friend? 
I obviously never pack it, but I store it somewhere safe where I should remember it. But I, I definitely never bring it, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm the one who's collecting like, you know, 10 life loyal lanyards because I, I never bring it. <laughs> Do you prefer the business sessions or the brunches and banquets? Oh, brunches and banquets. Do you have a favorite piece of AOPI jewelry that will travel with you to convention? My Rose Award is very special to me, which I think it is to many of us who've received it. And I love the opportunity to wear that among sisters. Have you or are you planning to do anything creative with your Rose Banquet charms? Um, I have most of them on a charm bracelet, but I never wear it. Why don't you ever wear it? This is not an official yeah, question. It's, it's too noisy. Right. It's like, it's, it's a little clangy, right? Like, even though I've only gone to eight conventions, it's still, that's still a lot of charms. And so it's a little bit like, it's a little bit clangy, like mostly because I do wear a watch on a regular basis, which I wear on my left hand. And so the bracelet would be on my right wrist. And so writing, typing, like, right. It's just a little noisy. So I should wear it maybe um, when I'm not being as active. <laughs> yeah. Are we most likely to find you catching up with sisters early in the morning or winding down late at night? Well, I'm the insufferable person who requires very little sleep, so you can find me both bright and early and late at night. This is true. I speak from experience. This is yes, true. Yes, but luckily, luckily I'm, not, I'm not disruptive on either end of that spectrum. I'm very quiet with my, with my early morning and night owl tendencies. Also true. Since convention often comes with thank you notes to follow, do you like your handwriting? Oh, yes, I do. I practiced all the time when I was younger. So I have very nice print and script. And it actually, you know, unfortunately, what that means is like for any group project, I'm stuck, stuck being the scribe. Like if, if there's any chart paper activities, like I, I, they find me and they're like, oh, you can write up here for us. And you can. You really do have a beautiful <laughs> handwriting. <laughs> And last but not least, if you could ask our founders one question, what would it be? I would like to know if they're proud of what AOPI has become today. Absolutely. Corinne, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today about your AOPI story and all things convention. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm -hmm.